Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hey parents, Jack and Claire's Children's Boutique in Oxford features the latest brands of baby and children's clothing, shoes, toys, and accessories. Check out Jack and Claire's Facebook page too. Jack and Claire's Children's Boutique, West Jackson Avenue next to Belk. This is Gerard Gibbert and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. The moment you've all been waiting for. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Informed, engaging, and always brutally honest. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. And welcome, everyone, to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. It is Thursday, as Rhino would say. It's Friday Eve. It's Friday Eve. <laughs> Will East in the studio joining me today for the vacationing Rhino. Morning, Will. Morning. How are you? You ever have, in your business, did you have one little piece of equipment that, that everything hinged upon that... If that little bitty piece of equipment didn't work, everything was thrown off. Well, uh, me personally, yes. The business, no. Uh, but, but, of course, in my business, uh, we, we followed a standard known as uh, avoiding single points of failure. Okay. So, because that is <laughs> that's a, will cause you to have. I'm guessing you're going somewhere. I'm with going this. somewhere yeah. with this because I had a single point of failure. Okay, there morning, you go. And it was on me. <laughs> uh, these headphones that we wear, a little inside baseball here, they require this jack, this little bitty metal jack piece yep. that I'm holding up. If you're watching on uh, video, yep. And uh, I couldn't find mine today. Okay. That's why I walked in. You were in there, and I chatted with you. I wasn't being uh, rude, but I was looking for this one, what would you call it? Hinge? What, what did you, you had a term for it? The single point of failure? Single point. I was looking yeah. for my single point of failure. Oh, okay. So that, that little... And guess where it was? Where? It was underneath the headphones, which... <laughs> of course. Well, I'll have to admit, I've, I've spent uh, some time in the past searching my house for my glasses, which were on my head. I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a sign light that you're losing your mind or something? I I've done that not. many a time. Okay. Well, I kind of hope not. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff going on here overnight. It all, there's, there always is, so it gives us plenty to talk about. But coming up on the show today, at 1020, Vicki Rose, the chair of the Mississippi Libertarian Party, she'll join us in the studio. She'll discuss, uh, give us her, her thoughts on the initiative process in Mississippi. We've talked a lot about that this week and her feelings about uh, the Supreme Court's ruling on Initiative 65 and and uh, how she feels about many other issues going on. I think there's, if I'm not mistaken, also a couple of other matters that she wants to talk about, including a mayoral candidate for the city of West Point. Her feelings about that and and just the growth and the focus on policy and policies that are in focus for the Mississippi Libertarian Party. So this ought to be an interesting discussion. And then 
11.05 after the break uh, at the top of the hour, we'll have Representative Trey Lamar. He represents District 8 up there. He's the chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee. We'll get his thoughts as well about the initiative process, his feelings about the Supreme Court's ruling, and I think more importantly, ask him to handicap the possibility of the <laughs> governor calling a special session here to address, I guess, two key matters that the people, I believe, would like to see addressed, and that's the medical marijuana program, where do we go from here, and then the initiative process, which seems to be no more. I mean, it's been essentially invalidated, nullified, (laughs) that it doesn't exist anymore based on the Supreme Court's ruling. Later on in the show, 12.05, Jake Ward, the president of Connected Commerce Council, We'll talk about something we've discussed quite a bit, and that's the need for folks to be trained on all things digital and the digital skills gap in general, uh, and and really what small businesses are looking for in particular with respect to digital skills. That'll be an interesting conversation, but good show lined up today, and wow. You know, we've talked a lot on the program, and I think yesterday I made the statement, maybe the first time, that I think racism is being used to combat racism. And right after I said that on the show, a report breaks that the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, comes now, Lori, who says she will only accept interviews, one-on-one interviews, with journalists that are of color. Now, this is crazy. This is, it's racism. That's what I think. I mean, if you're, if you're discriminating against a person because of their race, is that not racism? That's what it appears to be here. Meanwhile, her city's on fire. The murder rate's up through the roof. She's got, you know, there are 50 members of the city council in Chicago. 50. It's as big as the Senate. And she's got some trouble there, wrangling in some of those folks. I don't know if people remember the audio clip we played last summer during during the height of the lockdown orders. She got into a dust-up with a rep, and uh, she laced it with profanity. We had to bleep it out to play it here on the air. It's the mayor on a, one of these Zoom calls, you know. People would say stuff like that, I think, on using digital communications. Even, not, not to your face. Yeah, even if it's video. I really believe that, which is why we got to get back to it. I'm, I'm proud to report that all the boards that I serve on, we're all back in person. And actually sitting close to people, <laughs> shaking hands and the like, and no masks. Doesn't it seem like also, thinking about the mask situation, which we've discussed quite a bit, those who lecture us the most about following the science are now defying the science? I can't. (laughs) It is unbelievable, Gerard. You see all these people for months and months and almost, oh, I guess over a year now, follow the science, trust the science, do what the CDC says over and over and over and over again. And then when the CDC comes out and says, you know what, you can take those masks off if you're vaccinated, what are they doing? 
No, well, I, I, I don't agree with the CDC here, and I'm going to defy them. Pe- the Speaker of the House is top of the bill in that category. <laughs> she says, no, you got to. And so it's a $500 fine. Did you know that? For members. For the, That's the first, first time. Fine. Then it's yeah. 2500 I think. Yeah. It escalates. And so one of the reps spoke out uh, quite strenuously on the floor. His name escapes me right now, but uh, from Florida, I believe. And he just said, this is nuts. This is crazy. And she is not, doesn't seem to be budging. Now, over there on the Senate side, they're not wearing masks. So think about that. That's just nuts. And but this, the Senate tends to be a little bit older. Yeah, right. 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 Exactly. But so here's the question. So her response and the response from the Democrats that support her in, in – uh, this this order, this rule, is that, well, there's people in the House that haven't been vaccinated yet. Okay. So what do we do? Is the, is then the standard, this is the, the argument and the complaint, I guess, the grievance I've had all along. What are the thresholds? Because if you think about what the CDC has done, where did, where did that guidance come? Where did that new guidance come from? What what caused that? What prompted that to last week say, hey, outside, no more masks, and inside, with a few exceptions, no more masks, at least if you've been vaccinated? Well, was there like some big experiment they did over the span of a few days? Because it wasn't uh, long before that, they were saying, we're not out of this yet, we got to keep masking up, even if you're vaccinated. And this is why they've lost all credibility, in my view, and and why it's so hard to to get the compliance that they see. So this is what's crazy. I'm seeing ads run by the federal government on television encouraging people to get vaccinated, and the people that are encouraging people to get vaccinated are wearing masks outside. I don't get it. I just don't. Okay, I'll give you another contrast, just from a business perspective. Ace, the hardware folks, you know. They're running ads showing their staff and customers, and they're all back to work, and they're promoting, hey, we're back, and our stores are stocked and so forth. None of them have masks on, right? They're all in the store. Tractor supply. They've all got masks on, and the final image in the ad shows a tractor supply Worker with his little tractor supply vest or whatever he's got on. He's loading something into the back of a pickup truck, and a female driver is waving at him from the inside the pickup truck, the driver's seat. They're both outside. They both got masks on. Go figure. What are you supposed to do? Maybe they shot that one before. (laughs) I'm not buying it. (laughs) I thought about that, and I'm thinking, nah. This is just just a different approach from a management perspective. It's time for a break here on the JT Show. When we come back, we've got Vicki Rose, the chair of the Mississippi Libertarian Party. You want to stick around for that interview? Stay with us.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 83. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 65. Your finally Friday, a beautiful day, mostly sunny, high near 85. And for your Saturday, mostly sunny conditions, high all the way up to 89. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Spring is in full bloom at Gaddison McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Join weekend gardening's Nellie Neal, the garden mama, and the rock and roll handyman show's Buddy Slowick as they broadcast live Saturday, May the 22nd from Gaddison McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. There'll be big, big savings throughout the store along with fun, food, and live music from Rodney and Gerald Moore as they preview the big Makita Power Tools sales event and the arrival of the Makita Cruiser on Thursday, May 27th. That's Gaddison McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. savings, more selection, more affordable payments, and more for your trade. Pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4. We have the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross in stock right now. And come check out the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Think you can't get approved? Think again. Our credit specialists are standing by to get you approved today. Because 100% credit approval is our number one goal. And we'll give you top dollar for your old vehicle even if you don't buy a new one from us. So if you want more savings, more selection, more affordable payments, and more for your trade, then get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road, call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. G3 Services is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online to save $30 on X2 Power Boat Batteries. For offer details and limitations, visit BatteriesPlus.com. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. They always say what they want. They're open about their opinions. They're not afraid to say what they feel. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk, Mississippi. 
It is uh, Friday Eve. Rhino off. I asked him if he was going anywhere. He said no, just taking off. He never goes anywhere. That ain't no fun. No. And Gerard and Will in the studio today. Joining us now, Vicki Rose. She's the chair of the Mississippi Libertarian Party. Uh, morning, Vicki. How are you today? Good morning. I'm doing really well. Thanks uh, for coming on. So uh wanted to first, Vicki, get your thoughts about uh, Initiative 65 and the Supreme Court's ruling last Friday to strike down the measure. And seems like at this point we're left without a medical marijuana program and also don't have a valid ballot initiative process. So your thoughts about that? And also, how does the, the party feel about that? I'm pretty much what I'm about to say is in line with what, you know, the executive committee, the Libertarian Party of Mississippi, you know, what we're talking about um, as we discuss the issues. And it's really multi-layered. There's so many different pieces and parts to this. And we are noticing people, the outrage toward the Supreme Court. And then there's people who are directing their energy toward the legislature. And then they're focusing on, you know, there's no more medical marijuana. So there's many different aspects to this. And, you know, how do you really approach this to be, you know, most effective for what we need right now? Yes, we have people hurting. And we currently have, um, you know, laws in the books that say you cannot access this plant. Without being going, you know, without risk of going to jail, and that's harmful. And the Libertarian Party of Mississippi opposes prohibition, and we need a system in place that allows people to be able to live freely and make their own healthcare decisions for themselves. And Ballot Initiative sixty five started that process, and unfortunately, um, we have issues with the Supreme Court that they pointed out, and personally. I'm thankful that the Supreme Court upheld, you know, the rule of law. We have checks and balances for a reason. And in and in the process, you know, if you read the writings that they put out there with it, it's they addressed the legislature. They've addressed them for years. This is something that has to be taken care of. And our energy needs to be focused on the legislature right now, you know, there were a number of opportunities for this to happen. And you're hearing they overturn the will of the people. Well, let's go all the way back to 1992 when that initiative was originally voted on by the people. And if our legislature didn't take up the reins to fix the process for the will of the people to be fixed, they knew it was a problem. That is on the legislature. Well, what would you like to see the legislature do at this point? The legislature needs to fix the existing um, amendment that we have. You know, go back. Whatever language needs to go in there to make it available for the citizens to be able to... Are you talking about, excuse me, Vicki, you're talking about the ballot initiative, fix that, or fix the medical marijuana program? What are we talking about? The process. For um, the ballot sec- sec- Section 273 okay. of the state yeah. constitution. Yep. Unfortunately, it's a long process. Yep. And during that long process, we have to wait for other things to be fixed. It puts us five, six years behind if we're going to wait for um, a citizen-led ballot initiative for something like medical marijuana or any of our rights to be restored to us. So during that time frame also, the legislature does need to do the work of the people and go back to the table into the drawing board and craft legislation that will help 
the citizens of Mississippi rather than continue to harm them. Now, when we say help, do you mean uh, more specifically, are, are you looking for the legislature to call a special session and uh, draft a bill that would establish a medical marijuana program in Mississippi and send that to the governor uh, for enactment? Is that what you'd like to see? On a personal level, it would Yes, I would like to see something of that nature start to happen. But there is a problem when you do that. When you do things rush and you rush things through, that ballot initiative 65 was very long. And we saw the Senate bill that was introduced as a possible protection measure. It was even longer. And it had so much language in there that made it impossible for people, uh, practically impossible for people to be able to grow the product, sell the product, get the licensure. And there was so much debate over. And then involving the Department of Agriculture and that so many layers of bureaucracy involved, it doesn't help the people. Okay, so then uh, let me just ask you directly, do you you support Initiative 65 as written as the mechanism to establish a medical marijuana program in Mississippi, or, or do you support something different? I didn't. I never did support sixty five. Okay, so you don't support. I, I, that. I did vote for it because right. it was um, an initiative that moved us in the right direction. Yeah, I, I never supported it. All right. So, what would you like to see different in terms of establishing a medical marijuana program? Well, if I could just do it very simply, um, I would just say marijuana should be available. Cannabis should be available like tomatoes. Okay. You know, just go ahead and open it wide up. Someone wants to grow it in their backyard. There should be no punishment. Tell the federal government. We are a sovereign state, and we are going to allow our people to do what's best for them here. Okay. So then, in that respect, um, you seek to just totally legalize marijuana, not just for medicinal purposes, but for any um, a purpose. Allow it for our research to be open. Dr. David Allen, while I did not support his initiative 77, yeah. he, he's absolutely right. We do need our doctors to be allowed to be able to research it. Why does the FDA or other individuals and groups say that that marijuana doesn't help people? Because it's never been allowed to be studied. Right. The government prevents that from happening. That harms us also. So open it up for people to be allowed to study it. Allow um, doctors, nurse practitioners, physicians to be able to have um, the ability to write a a card, a prescription for it. So should our citizens of our state travel to another state and are using it where it's not wide open? that they can also be protected while they're leaving our borders. Okay. All right, so just a just a wide open free for all, no no limitations on the the number of stores. Is that would you um, do you support that? Just whoever wants to be in the medical marijuana or the marijuana business for the retail sale of marijuana should be able to do that. Without limitations. It it allows for the free market to open up and it decreases the harm or risk. Okay. Risk of harm, I'm sorry. But I'm not sure if that's a yes or no. That means, yes, you support no limitations. You would like to see no limitations on the number of stores. Correct. How, how about where it could be sold? Should those be licensed uh, retailers? Uh, pharmacies should have the ability to sell them. Anybody, any retail store, convenience store, would you support that? I would support if if somebody's creating a product that um, has medicinal purposes to it. Now, then you're getting into the role of FDA, what's medical, what's medicinal. I started out saying there are so many layers to this, and there are so many different bureaucracies involved. What it boils down to at the end of the day is, should I, as an individual, be able to make decisions for my own life as long as I am not 
causing significant risk of harm to another individual. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to take that then that you, you would be fine with selling marijuana anywhere. Would there, should there be any limitations on age? The, the, you know, when it comes to prohibition, when we talk about significant risk of harm, et cetera, et cetera, I personally don't like limitations on age because children are going to get it anyway. But I'm willing to come to the table. You know, we'll talk about it. Let's meet somewhere if we need to. But the fact of the matter is people are hurting. People are putting in jail, being put in jail. They are being incarcerated. The, um, the brown and black communities are being incarcerated at a higher rate than the white communities. Well, is that because they're black and brown or is, it, is that the reason? I'm not sure. I okay. don't know the reason. I don't talk to the police officers who might, you know, arrest them. And it's not just, you know, the white officers who are arresting these individuals yeah. either, you know. So, um, and then you hear people say, well, if you, you know the law, don't do the crime. But then those persons also, so which laws are you breaking behind your closed doors that you're asking other people to go ahead and be put to jail for? Are you willing to go to jail if, if you are suffering from cancer and you don't and you're taking chemotherapy would you want to go to jail for using marijuana because you're just trying to have some relief would you want that for yourself then why are you asking something like the your neighbor or ptsd or whatever the reason is yeah well i think that kind of specifically hones in does it not on medicinal use of marijuana so i, I hear that and and it's, it sort of sounds like two different issues to me uh in, instead of one I guess just should we legalize marijuana, period, versus not, versus prohibited. So, And then there's the, well, we ought to legalize it just for this purpose and under these these restrictions. we got a break. You can hang with us? Sure can. All right. got a break right here on the JT Show. We've got Vicki Rose, chair of the Mississippi Libertarian Party, in the studio. Stay with us. There's a job for every driver at Total Transportation of Mississippi. Now is the time to join our team. We know that driving is more than just a job. It's a way of life for those on the road. Our Total Team family is here to support our drivers every mile of the way. And now we're hiring teams with $7,500 sign-on bonus. And for individuals, several options are available. With over 30 years' experience and 1,300 employees and counting, Total Transportation is your next job for the open road. Visit TotalMS.com to apply. TotalMS.com. Safety, security, service. That's Total Transportation. Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 
Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size, and installed. Picture frame glass, table and desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Hey there, this is Jody Adams at Ridge Medical Clinic. We are now accepting appointments for chronic and acute care as well as walk-ins. We are conveniently located off Highway 51 in the Oak Place Shopping Center. I invite you to call today. That's Jody Adams with Ridge Medical Clinic. Our phone number is 601-790-7711. We offer the gold standard COVID-19 PCR testing with next day results. We at Ridge Medical Clinic hope to see you soon. Our number is 601-790-7711. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Senate leaders are calling out Iranian sponsorship of the terrorist group Hamas, which has been launching rocket attacks targeting populated areas in Israel. Mississippi Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith said, Israel is our ally and has the right to defend itself. We are not going to abandon them in this time of violence. President Joe Biden needs to stand up and firmly express his commitment to Israel right now. The senator are asking the Biden administration to immediately end negotiations with Iran. And the couple behind the rebirth of the city of Laurel has been named among the world's best leaders. Coming in at number 39, Ben and Aaron Napier landed on Fortune's list of the world's 50 greatest leaders. As the hosts of HGTV's hometown, the couple renovates homes in the city of Laurel, where property values continue to climb as the show enters season number six. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. 
Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. You can text the JT Show, 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Now, here's more with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Hey, Will, it ain't September. I know. <laughs> it's a dang good song, though. I love Earth, Wind, and Fire. Get a little fired up here. Welcome back to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, on this Friday Eve. We've got uh, Vicki Rose as our guest. She's the chair of the Mississippi Libertarian Party. All right, so, Vicki, just trying to get your your thoughts on uh, this Initiative 65 stuff, and really more just in general where the Libertarian Party stands with respect to um, marijuana, medical marijuana, recreational marijuana, legalization thereof. So we did have a question. This is from Amanda from Pike County. wants to know, significant harm means what exactly? That's a really good question because it's not really a term that's used a whole lot, and most people aren't familiar with it. Let's take, for example, you um, decide to go out for the evening, and you're having some drinks with your friends, and you get behind the wheel of the car, and you drink a little bit too much. Now, everybody's body is different. Um, blood alcohol you know, level tests aren't necessarily accurate for everybody. But if you drink too much, you should be responsible for yourself to know that you are causing a significant risk of harm to others. Pocket nukes. I'm not going to, you know, say, hey, you you know, we're pro-Second Amendment, but everyone shouldn't have pocket nukes because you pop one off and far too many people are going to be hurt. But if you're you're sitting on your couch and you're smoking something, just, you know, for full disclosure, I have virgin lungs, never smoked a thing day in my life, Hmm. but I... um, but I support an individual's right to choose for themselves what they want to put into their body. And if they're not harming anybody else in the process, you know, leave them alone. Just leave them alone. Okay. Got it. All right. So this on the ceasefire text line on the 601, state government sells liquor, right? Alcohol is as dangerous or more than marijuana. What – do you guys use that um, as kind of a, a, uh, a reason, I guess, to support? It's an example. You know, it's just, you know, we've had, uh, we had prohibition, Mm -hmm. alcohol prohibition. It brought the gangs out and you had the black market. It didn't really work very well. We've had the war on, I prefer to say the war for drugs, for decades. What has it gotten us except more people harmed, more people hurt? I think we really need to reevaluate where we are as a society with regard to our mindset for that. One of our listeners says cocaine is a pain reliever. Why not legalize that? Where do you guys stand? I mean, is, where do you draw the line on that? Just like you, a minute ago, you were talking about the Second Amendment and drawing the line on pocket nukes. I've had a discussion about that. I know you, you weighed in on that not too long ago, as as did our friend Thomas and Greenwood. 
uh, I think, who also would fashion himself as a, a fairly staunch libertarian. But so where, where do you stand on that? Where, how do you guys figure out what should be limited and restricted by government and what should be allowed? If I were um, on a str- stranded on an island by myself and I found a plant and I created it into something to use for myself because I wanted to, I'm not causing anybody else any harm. That's my absolute right to do it. You kind of look at that, you know, island mentality, natural hmm. rights. You know, um, is there a hospital on the island or a doctor on the island to, you know, that you're going to have to have in order to have health care? No, but you should be able to find for yourself that ability, that opportunity to create for yourself that. If you want to use a doctor, find a doctor, you'll find a way to do it. You'll find a way to make that. That's your natural right to do that. But forcing somebody else that might come on that island to do it your way, because this is the way you've discovered that works for you, you're infringing upon their right. Okay. So... Uh, that's kind of the standard used to determine, I guess, what should be prohibited and what should be allowed. But, it, I mean, is that fair to say? I, I'd guess so. That's kind of my example I use. I don't okay. know how many people use that example. It's a metaphor, so to speak, but it, it you could certainly apply anything through that, right. uh, that filter, if you will. So that's interesting. Uh, all right. So I wanted to make sure I understand, what do you think the legislature should do right now? I know you kind of touched on that, but I wasn't sure I totally understood that, Vicki. What do you think they ought to do right now? We need to have a special session to fix this initiative process. Um, I don't – I'm not familiar. I haven't exactly looked at it myself, you know, full disclosure, that, uh, you know, if they were to have that special session, can we then in November, you know, how many months down the road does it have to be for the people to be able to have a vote on that if they have a special special session? I believe they'd have to call a special election because it has to be a statewide election because it's a constitutional amendment that requires statewide vote. And that's what I figured it would be considering, you know, sometimes you might have a ballot referendum within a local government. And and that's how I envisioned it. Let's have that special session. Let's fix the initiative process so we can move forward and allow people to have their voice. Okay. Which, like I said, would require uh, calling for a special statewide election, which costs a lot of money as well, right? We'd have to mobilize that because we don't have that coming up until 2022. Right. So you'd like to see that happen before 2022? Because as it stands right now, it appears to me, and we had a professor from Ole Miss on the line yesterday discussing this, that we'd have to wait to 2022 to fix this problem with the, the signature collection process aligning with the old five congressional districts. That has to go to the people on the ballot in a statewide ballot. That would be 2022, as is presently scheduled. And so no initiatives could be placed on the ballot until that's squared away, which would be 2023, the next statewide. Well, we spend a lot of money on things that we shouldn't be spending money on in this state. And I probably, I'm going to step out on a limb here and say there's probably a lot of people who are going to say, let's spend some money on the right thing and and fix this initiative process and have that statewide special election. All right, so there's something called, um, is it the 74? Did I do that right? Uh, What's that about? 
The 74 is a group of people who've gotten together. Other Many, many different organizations are coming together. There is actually going to be a protest in front of the Supreme Court next Tuesday starting at 11 a.m. Going, they said, until we don't know when. Okay. But come out. There is going to be music and food also out there. They're, they've got security, a peaceful protest asking for change to show that. And, and this isn't just um, about ballot initiative 65 this has turned into so much more than that in the last seven days there are people who are saying that they're ready to challenge elected officials who will not stand up for this and will not do what they need to to make things right okay all right so um when's the date again on that tuesday the 25th of may all right and you're going to the the legislature the capital supreme court the supreme court okay so you're mad at them I am not. This is just where they decided to put it. (laughs) I just want to know, are there folks within the Libertarian Party that are upset about the ruling? Because we've talked about that quite a a bit the last uh, three days. And they they sort of direct their grievance to the Supreme Court. Is that kind of your feeling? Or do you think they got it right or wrong, I guess? I am thankful that the Supreme Court ruled the way they did. Okay. Because if they hadn't... Yep. That opens Pandora's box for them to be able to rule on our Constitution in other ways. And I, I'm looking at, you know, there's currently state state law that we have that, for example, Section um, 247 of the state Constitution says there shall be fair elections and fair primaries. And we have some laws in the books that prevent third parties from being able to have access to the ballot. Gotcha. And. You know, if if we're looking at Supreme Court issues, I want them to rule according to the Constitution. Okay. And I'm thankful for that. Okay. All right. Tell me about this. uh, We're going to shift gears a bit. The mayoral candidate in West Point that you're working with. I know that's where you're from, right? You reside in West Point. So tell us what's going on there. Well, there's a candidate. Her name is Jennifer Harper. She uh, put her name on the ballot as Jennifer Renee. She's a Constitution Party candidate. And, yes, I do work with people from other parties. I work with independent candidates um, on on the side as my personal endeavors. And Jennifer, um, she uh, got on the ballot as a Constitution Party candidate state Law says that if you want to be on the ballot as a municipal candidate, that there has to be a county or a uh, municipal executive committee to qualify you to be on the ballot. Okay. Now, if I were to run for um, a state office or if I were to run for a countywide office and there was not a county executive committee, state law says that the state party may qualify me as a candidate. I don't have to have a county. They can qualify me as a temporary executive committee. Hmm. That is a burden for small parties. And most people have never even heard of the Constitution Party. We have a hard time in the Libertarian Party. People having, you know, well, what are you? I don't know anything about you. And, you know, they get they have their views about us that aren't necessarily accurate. Yeah. And uh, so Jennifer is running a Constitution Party. So the law says there has to be a candidate has the, there has to be thirty days before the election qualifying period to form a municipal party. Hmm. That's that's a burden for her. Hmm. So she got on the ballot, and there's more I can talk about this in a minute. Yeah, we're going to take a break right here. We'll, we'll we'll have you back after the break to finish that discussion. Want to give you a chance on that. Vicki Rose, chair of the Libertarian Party in Mississippi, is our guest. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right Right now, there's there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to call 911 at the onset of symptoms of a stroke or heart attack. As soon as paramedics arrive, they perform an ECG, start an IV, and administer medications to stabilize your heart. If you're having a stroke, paramedics provide stabilizing treatment and know which hospitals are best prepared to manage your type of stroke. In both cases, paramedics call ahead so emergency, cardiac care, or stroke teams will be ready when you arrive. Every second counts. Dial 911 for heart attack or stroke. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. This is the opening agri-market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange, July cotton was down 60 to 82.32. December cotton was down 18 to 82.19. At the open of the Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans were down a penny to 15.37 and a quarter bushel. August soybeans were down a half to 14.85 per bushel. July corn was up six and a quarter to six sixty four and a half per bushel. September corn was up nine cents to five seventy six per bushel. The mercantile August live cattle was down one fifteen to one eighteen ninety seven. October live cattle was down ninety five to one twenty three sixty seven. August feeders down two fifty to one fifty thirty seven. September feeders down two thirty five to one fifty one ninety two. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up ninety five points, thirty three thousand nine ninety one. I'm Dixon Williams. And this is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Okay, buddy, nice and simple this time. <clears throat> In a world of Veltima fungicide, five feet reign supreme. Hey, remember, less dramatic? Five feet. Just five feet. Five feet. Nope. Sixty inches. Look, man, just say Veltima fungicide lets you treat corn as early as five feet. Nice. Veltima fungicide from BASF. Coming sooner to a field near you. Always read and follow label directions. Cotton isn't a crop. It's a calling. That's why you battle resistant weeds with guts and determination. BASF helps you win with the most effective in-season weed control program on the market. The powerhouse trio of Ingenia, Liberty, and Outlook are best-in-class post-herbicides, each with a different mode of action, so weeds don't stand a chance. Protect your calling at CottonWeedControl.com. Ingenia, Liberty, and Outlook herbicides, made for this. Ingenia herbicide is a U.S. EPA-restricted-use pesticide. Always read and follow label directions. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Oh, now. now, back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino. Great news, everybody. On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi on this uh, Friday Eve, as the great Rhino says. Will East joining me today, producing the show in the studio, the chair of the Mississippi Libertarian Party, Vicki Rose. All right, so continue that discussion, Vicki, please, about the situation with the uh, mayoral candidate of West Point. Well, she's not considered a candidate any longer because they they removed her from the ballot uh, without her due process rights. The Municipal Mm -hmm. Election Commission actually never had a hearing like they were supposed to for her. They never got They gave her a chance to address them after they kicked her off the ballot. Mm -hmm. Um, So that means they really didn't operate in their capacity as a Municipal Election Commission. They operated according to um, case law. They operate in their personal capacities. We had that going for her, but also there was a case in 1989, U versus the San Francisco Central Democratic Committee, where the United States Supreme Court ruled that a state may not tell a state executive committee through their laws, through their code and statutes, how they are to create and be um, function. And actually, within that case, they struck down the California law that said that you are required to um, have a county-level executive committee. Mississippi has had this requirement on um, in its books since the 1970s. It has never been addressed. Hmm. And it is this exact scenario, the requirement of municipal and a county-level executive committee, that is preventing her from being on the ballot. The Supreme Court ruled that this violates her First Amendment rights and her 14th Amendment rights, and she is uh, facing a lot of struggle. I mean, all three of the... Um, of the circuit court judges for the Clay County Circuit Court recused themselves of her um, require of her request for an expedited injunction to um, force to the uh, municipal election commission to put her back on the ballot. The election is June eighth, and she's still not back on the ballot. Well, do you think there's like some deliberate nefarious activity going here where they're trying to keep her off the ballot? That's a very good question because she stood up. She did a press conference on um, Tuesday, April 12th, I believe it was, challenging the Democrat primary winner to a debate. Um, When we announced Within an hour of announcing that she was having the press conference, she received a strange phone call from someone saying that someone was going to be challenging, that another candidate was going to be challenging her to get off the ballot. Well, there's only two candidates, the Democrat candidate and the independent candidate, and the Democrat candidate and um, denies having done this, and the Democrat Executive Committee is apparently the one who challenged her, but she never got to face her accusers. She never got anything in writing stating who exactly her who the petitioner was to get her off the ballot. What's the next move for her? Right now, she's just trying to get the circuit... Um, court to do their work. The the um, case was referred to the state Supreme Court. They gave her another judge, and now we're waiting on Kim Hood to actually set a date, and she hasn't set a date yet. Well, I would assume that her lawyers are expressing their 
she's not disapproval she, as as a third party candidate she doesn't have a lot of money the third party doesn't have the money to have a lawyer she's she all she did was just file pro se okay a um a brief asking for an, an emergency injunction because that's yeah. all she knew to do but you know at this point what do you what do you do when you're a third party can you just you want to give the people an option on the ballot. Mm-hmm. That's why she wanted to run. And she, you know, the, the municipal election commission said, "Well, you can just run as an independent. You could have just run as a Democrat. I'm not a Democrat. Mm-hmm. I'm not an independent." And the first her first amendment rights to freedom of association is what is should be protected. And she stood before that municipal election commission and she said to them, "You need to um, uphold your oath to the Constitution of Mississippi and the and the United States Constitution." And they, one of them said, we didn't take an oath to uphold the Constitution. We're only supposed to follow the state statutes. And another commissioner said, um, well, we're afraid that if we do that, we're going to be prosecuted. You got that on video? Does somebody have that? I do. And do you have any intention with that piece of information? We have no idea what to do with it. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, you know... I'm a little surprised, though, that the party, the the Constitution Party, would not have some attorneys available to assist her in that respect. And they're trying, they're trying, and um, it, it's it's a struggle. Yeah. Well, it, is this something the Libertarian Party would step in and and provide some sort of legal aid for? We're con- we we might consider it. We haven't been asked, but all a person can do is ask. Well, if what you're saying is true with respect to uh, – you said the, a member of the election commission, right, was mm-hmm. the one who said that I didn't swear an oath. And I don't know if that's true or not. I don't it, know if they not, make elections commissioners. It's not true. It's actually in the state constitution where um, their oath is in the constitution. You can okay. read it in the constitution, and it says they take an oath to the state and U.S. Well, like I said, if you've got empirical evidence of uh, that statement in the form of a video, that sounds like a pretty powerful argument. We'll uh, be checking in to see what happens on that. That's an interesting bit of news there. Vicki, appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank Thanks you. a lot. Yeah, we'll talk soon. Vicki Rose, chair of the Mississippi Libertarian Party, has been our guest. we got a break right here. When we come back, we've got Representative Trey Lamar. we got a lot to talk to him about. Stay with us. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. News. I'm Lillian Wu. The White House says President Biden is actively trying to end the violence between Israeli forces and Hamas. The White House says the president is optimistic about a ceasefire. But right now, there is no ceasefire. Rockets are still flying. Buildings are being blown up. And sadly, people are still dying. Prime Minister Netanyahu says he will not stop with rockets or other defense measures until he knows that his people are safe. The president also spoke with uh, President Abbas over the weekend. Palestinian President Abbas.
Abbas, his first time doing so as president. Fox's David Spunt, the president's been speaking with Netanyahu. And new home buyers face another challenge as the 30-year fixed mortgage hits 3% for the first time in weeks. There is still a shortage of housing and combined with disruptions in labor and expensive building materials, the cost of a new home is being driven higher. Fox's Ashley Webster, America's listening to Fox News. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. DNS Diamonds is a quaint little jewelry store located on Market Street in Flowood. Our specialty is offering great values on jewelry you typically won't see in other stores. From antique and estate to our own custom designs. From decadent to affordable, you never know what you'll find on your next visit to DNS. And if you have unwanted, broken, or out-of-style jewelry, we can purchase it, consign it, or help you repurpose it. DNS Diamonds, where the end stands for Newton. 144 Market Street between Mia Bellas and the Great American Cookies. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. State leaders are dealing with the ramifications of the Supreme Court ruling that tossed both the ballot initiative option and medical marijuana. House Speaker Pro Tem Jason White supports going into special session to come up with a medical marijuana program. Efforts to reinstate the ballot initiative wouldn't wrap up until November of next year, so he doesn't think a special session is necessary for that. Well, I think it's an opportunity for us to not only fix the five to four and figure out you know, what, what that proportion, get that language right, but also get right how we do our ballot initiative process. The House has voted to create a commission to investigate the January 6th uprising at the U.S. Capitol. Homeland Security Chair and Mississippi Democratic Congressman Benny Thompson drafted the bill with his Republican counterpart. We need a bipartisan commission with experts who put country ahead of party. I'm Kelly Bennett. Hey, y'all. Let's take some pride and get it together for Mississippi. Many of our highways and roads are just covered in litter. Put trash in its proper place. And if you drive a truck, remember, trash blows. Be sure to secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road. Secure your load. Do you ever feel like you are in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators assure you will always have power. Propane-fueled, clean cooking, hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Propane. Clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com today. A Corinth man has been charged with making a bomb threat. Boonville police say on Monday around noon, Jalen Gaines falsely reported a bomb at the Williams-Sonoma facility where he worked. The building was evacuated, but no explosive device was found. His bond was set at $10,000. Red snapper season in Mississippi kicks off Memorial Day weekend. The Department of Marine Resources says it'll open for private recreational anglers and state-for-hire vessels on Friday, May 28th, with an anticipated mid-season closure date of July 5th. 
If you're going to be in Gulf Shores in the near future, be aware that beachgoers are making some unique discoveries. Local police say bricks of cocaine have been washing up on shore. So far, the 31 kilos is estimated to be worth over a million dollars. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to call 911 at the onset of symptoms of a stroke or heart attack. As soon as paramedics arrive, they perform an ECG, start an IV, and administer medications to stabilize your heart. If you're having a stroke, paramedics provide stabilizing treatment and know which hospitals are best prepared to manage your type of stroke. In both cases, paramedics call ahead so emergency, cardiac care, or stroke teams will be ready when you arrive. Every second counts. Dial 911 for heart attack or stroke. To good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. to the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. You got Gerard Gibbard and Will East in the studio. Will is filling in for the vacationing rhino. And uh, we had uh, just had an interview with Vicki Rose, the chair of the Mississippi Libertarian Party. I think we're waiting for Representative Trey Lamar to join us to get his thoughts on all this stuff. Can't wait for that interview. Lots of text Rolling in, folks. Going to try to get to them best I can. Tom and Corinth says, why do companies fire you for having pot in your system in a drug screening? You know, I would say, Tom, that that would be the right of that company to uh, stipulate that a person must pass a drug test to be hired, and they must, uh, in some cases, uh, there are requirements that they pass a drug test to maintain their employment. I can tell you, my company... We had uh, such rules, such policies in place, and I feel like that served us well. We never had anybody fail. I've always just kind of been totally bewildered by that. And I had 78, 80 people in Colorado, believe it or not. Nobody ever failed. (laughs) I'm serious. Now, maybe they know how to get around the test. I don't know, but never had anybody fail. All right, joining us now on the line, we've got Representative Trey Lamar. He represents District 8. He's the chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee. Good morning, Representative Lamar. How are you today, sir? 
Hey, Gerard. Doing fine. Uh, thanks for having me. You bet. Thanks so much for joining us. Not sure if you caught uh, our interview with Miss Rose representing the Mississippi Libertarian Party, but uh, in- not. interesting perspective. Well, I hate I hate I missed it, but I uh, my my uh, my real job, for lack of a better word, <laughs> today. So. I understand. To understand. Well, it, uh, wanted to get you on though to get your reaction to. This ruling, I haven't ta- have talked to lots of people this week about it, but uh, wanted to get your reaction as a high-ranking member of the House of Representatives. And, uh, of course, we were a little surprised first, I guess, Trey, that the news was released on Friday. That's a little unusual for the Supreme Court as opposed to Thursday. Isn't that right? That is correct. It is. Uh, I can't. It, it has happened uh, before, so it's not totally unprecedented, but it is unusual. Uh, normally, the Supreme Court, uh, for those who don't keep up with such things, normally they hand down decisions on Thursdays. Yeah, Our Court of Appeals hands down decisions on Tuesdays, and the Supreme Court hands down decisions on Thursdays. Um, but they have on occasion um, in the past when there is a, a, a matter of, you know, individual significance, they, they have handed it down on other days, and, and it's it's not the first time they have handed down a case that, that they expect to get um, – Expected to receive a lot of uh, a lot of attention statewide uh, late on a Friday afternoon. Well, I tell you what, it got the hornet's nest stirring in a hurry for sure. Uh, Didn't it? Though? <laughs> it uh, and it's just kind of curious, isn't it? To, to me, it is at least. And I am not suggesting anything nefarious here, but you know, Friday, get this out there. I know these these folks, uh, those justices, they've been working hard. And uh, on this matter, it's complicated, as we've discussed, and they understand the meaning and and uh, how controversial it is. And so, get it out there on a Friday, and maybe take a little rest on the weekend as much as right. you can. Uh, but nonetheless, so I guess I'll just ask you straight up, uh, Trey: Do you think they got it right, the Supreme Court? So, yeah, uh, Gerard, I'll tell you. Um, I respect the court's decision. Uh, I, I respect both sides, the majority as well as uh, the dissent. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, I have to I have to say that uh, I, I believe they got it correct. And I, you know, it was a six three decision. Um, we we have a Supreme Court, and I think this is very very important. Uh, we have a Supreme Court who we want or certainly we should want to rule on the law uh, as as it exists you know the the supreme court is there to call balls and strikes uh, and you really no matter how popular um, any particular issue is to you personally or to you individually uh, you don't want a court who's going to make a ruling uh, based on popularity Um, you want a court who's going to rule according to the law uh, and in this particular situation, uh, the law, uh, meaning the uh, the part of our state constitution that was amended in 1992 to add this initiative um, mechanism, uh, simply the black letter of the law simply did not work with our current congressional framework. Right, and that that's the that's the result that the court reached. Well, I will say that. Of uh, the attorneys I've had on, I think I've had four on uh, this week and have enjoyed all those interviews, but I think that's consistent uh, with their views as well. And uh, I know we had Aaron Rice from Mississippi Justice Institute on Monday, and he, you know, he talked about the distinction between intent, I guess, and the strict contextual interpretation 
right. uh, of the words in the law. And uh, and so he, he didn't quarrel with it either in that respect. And he, as you indicated, uh, Representative Lamar, he, he sort of understood uh, the support and the reasoning behind all the justices' uh, vote, if you will. So in, in those who voted to strike it down and those who dissented with that vote. Uh, so he did a good job of that. Right. So that sounds consistent. All right, so the big question is uh, – you're a pretty high-ranking guy there in the House of Representatives. What's going to happen? Where do we go from here? Uh, have you attempted to handicap what the governor's uh, going to do? Have you been in touch with the governor's office, the speaker? And then what would you like to see happen, sir? Well, uh, certainly I don't I don't pretend to, to try to handicap what our governor may do. Um, I have not been in touch with his office, but I have... have um, spoken uh with with others who have and 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 i do know he is considering a special session i've had meetings this week with uh with our team in the house and and speaker gunn uh and i know uh i know that speaker gunn called for a special session to to restore the uh the rights of the citizens to have an initiative process in this state i believe that's an important right for the citizens um so you know we'll see Uh, i also see where uh, lieutenant governor Hoseman said we don't need to have a, uh, a knee-jerk reaction here, and, and I, I can't say I disagree with that either. Um, that we have to remember, Gerard, there's really two different issues here. There's those that are passionate uh, about uh, the, the marijuana program uh, and, the, the, you know, that 65 language that was there and those yeah. that had spent a lot of time working on it. Uh, and then the second issue is the initiative process itself. So the court's ruling didn't just stop the marijuana, uh, medical marijuana, uh, plan and program from, from becoming, uh, viable. It shut down the entire initiative process. Um, so the ruling was less about marijuana and more about just the black letter of, of the law and really our constitutional, uh, law as it relates to this initiative process that was put into our constitution back in 1992. Um, so those are two different issues. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, in, in the past, most of the times, uh, in the ro- more recent past, um, before a special session is called to to spend taxpayer monies, uh, there has been uh, at least a general agreement amongst the parties, meaning the House, the Senate, and the, and the governor's office. And I'm not sure we're there yet, so it, it may be uh, a little premature at this point in time for a special session. Okay. Well, uh and I, and I know what I've seen uh, within, I guess, uh, a few hours, a few hours as in 48, 72 hours after the decision, it appears that the, that the lieutenant governor is in favor of a special session to address the medical marijuana program, and the speaker, on the other hand, is in favor of one, at least what he said publicly, in favor of a special session uh, to address the ballot initiative problem. So there doesn't seem to be congruence uh, between the the uh, chamber leaders there on how to proceed, uh, yeah. and I'm I'm sure quite sure the governor is he's uh, considering all of that in his decision making, and we've talked about that extensively here on the program that to fix the ballot initiative uh, problem, uh, if you will, we we've got to do that by going back to the ballot in a, in a statewide election, and we don't have one until 2022. And uh, so if we wanted to correct it prior to that, we'd have to hold a a special election. And and I'm pretty sure that only the legislature can authorize that. Is that true? 
That, that's true. Uh, that is. So there's kind of a couple different things come to mind. Okay. You talking. There's also a third thing that we could talk about in a special session, and that's our income tax reform yeah. uh, plan. And I'd love to see, uh, I'd love to see that happen uh, because I believe the spotlight would be bright, and we could bring some um, some real relief uh, to the people and, and move our state forward. Um, you know, in the with a broad light on, on what we're doing there, gotcha. and, and that could be combined with a marijuana, uh, yeah, medical marijuana plan. It could help pay for some of the. Uh, the cuts that, that we're looking at. So all those things could be addressed together um, if the governor so chooses to call a special session if he wants to. We got a, uh, we got a break right here, Trey. You want to uh, hang on? Yep. Yeah. All right. We got Representative Trey Lamar as our guest. We'll be right back after this break. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 83. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 65. Your finally Friday, a beautiful day, mostly sunny, high near 85. And for your Saturday, mostly sunny conditions, high all the way up to 89. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Spring is in full bloom at Gaddison McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Join Weekend Gardening's Nellie Neal, the Garden Mama, and the Rock and Roll Handyman Show's Buddy Slowick as they broadcast live Saturday, May the 22nd from Gaddison McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. There'll be big, big savings throughout the store along with fun, food, and live music from Rodney and Gerald Moore as they preview the big Makita Power Tools sales event and the arrival of the Makita Cruiser on Thursday, May 27th. That's Gaddison McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop, and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. 
Quality vehicles. Affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, here's more on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone the jt show super talk mississippi gerard and will guiding you through the middle of your day with facts fodder and fine music representative trey lamar is our guest on the program so uh representative lamar you were just talking about how you would be in favor of uh discussing and considering legislation to reform the income taxes uh situation here in the state of mississippi which I know was uh, considered through a House bill this past session, uh, did not get traction in the Senate, but I know the Speaker, is uh, he's made it very clear. He considers this the number one issue for the state of Mississippi. Uh, well, uh, certainly certainly, I agree with him in that respect, and, and uh, he and I, um, along with, with uh, other House members and leaders on, on, in the hall, are pushing it hard. I know uh, Speaker Pro Tem White uh, as well as others are are, are um, talking it up all across the state. I was with a group here in uh, Tate County this morning, a group of retirees uh, who who um, wanted to know more about the plan, and we spent a while talking about it and how it could uh, help them as well as help uh, their children and grandchildren and, and make Mississippi more more prosperous for our, our future generations. And anyway, so many good positives. I just I just believe there would be an opportunity there. To accomplish that, uh, along with um, you know potentially a uh, uh, reinstating a medical marijuana plan, if the governor uh, so chose to to go that route. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, so are you guys working with the Senate? Did did they not form, uh, I guess, some sort of committee, perhaps uh, or group? Perhaps the lieutenant governor, as I recall, did so to really do a deep dive on the policy and analyze it and then come report on that to the Senate. Didn't that happen, something to that extent? Well, that's going to happen. And so, yeah, I had, I've had several meetings with uh, – actually, just this week, I had, had multiple meetings with the lieutenant governor's office as well as uh, – as well as Senator Josh Harkins, who is a uh, a good friend of mine, and, and we work very well together. Uh, and he, uh, Josh Harkins, um, is taking this this matter very seriously, and uh, we are looking at scheduling what's most likely going to be some joint hearings uh, sometime later this summer, uh, where we can discuss um, where we can discuss the uh, issues and give everybody a chance to answer questions that they may have and. And have some more experts in. We've already had multiple experts weigh in on it, but uh, but certainly uh, there are some senators who have some questions, and we welcome those questions uh, because we feel like uh, the proof is going to be um, provide a, a that this is the direction that Mississippi needs to go. I mean, we've already got uh, 
a very detailed study performed by un, uninterested um, economics professor Ole Miss who volunteered to do a study on it that said this would add $370 million to our state's GDP because it's a much more efficient uh, tax system. Yeah. So I invited anybody to take that Ole Miss uh, professor's report and send it to whoever you want to send it to. Send it all over the country if you want to, and 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 uh, I invite criticism of it. And because if it's if if there's ways to criticize where it's not correct, then I want to know about it. But if it is correct, which I submit to you, I believe it is. If it is correct, then there's no excuse for us not moving forward with the plan. Yeah, and I and I totally agree. I, I think you know where I stand on that, uh, Trey. I have. Um done my best to to try to inform uh, our listeners about the the bill and the and the policy and actually build some models to try to help folks and and had right. several folks send their personal information which I ran through the model and uh right. um and always re, uh resulted in a, a positive outcome uh well, the you know the, the the only caveat to, go, I'm sorry go ahead I was going to say you need to share that with me I I could I could use that in some of my talks with people. So I need some. I need I need to see your models, man. That that would be a good thing. I've talked to uh, Trey Dillinger, the uh, speaker's yeah. uh, chief of staff, and the speaker about. It. In fact, when I had him on the air, I showed him you know some of that. But it look it's it's pretty straightforward, really. It it just breaks down what the typical household spends their money on, and that wasn't anything that I made up. You know, that was gleaned from uh, some research on that. I believe actually Trey did the same. And if I'm not mistaken, you know, one of the major objections, as you recall, uh, Trey, was from the farming community because they would they would incur a higher sales tax rate. They were concerned about that. I know manufactured housing is another one, and auto dealers and so forth. Um, and, and were there not some adjustments made after, I guess, hearing some of the concerns about that? Because so, we actually reduced the exemption out of the gate to, to accommodate that, right? That, that's exactly right. And so uh, everyone in the agricultural community, uh, as well as uh, in the manufacturing community, were were uh, largely removed from the bill. And so there is no more adverse effects uh, on um, an increased sales tax on uh, tractors and implements and other inputs into manufacturing because uh, we realize, you know, you don't take, undertake something this major and have it perfect on the first go-round. Sure. You know, it takes a little bit of massaging as, as it goes through the process. That's just normal. Uh, but we realize that, that that our farmers out there, you know, they, they, they don't have the ability to pass on that cost. You know, they don't set the commodity prices. Right. So when they go buy a three-quarter million dollar uh, cotton picker, um, you know, they can't pass that increased sales tax cost on to whoever's buying uh, that, that cotton on the, on the backside. And yeah. so, um, there's just some examples like that that needed to be tweaked, and, and certainly those those folks were, were – uh, that was taken into account. And in the most recent version of the bill that passed the House, they were removed from the bill. So there should be no more concerns whatsoever from the agriculture community. And I would say to you, those special business interests that do, um, th- that do have an increased sales tax, uh, those folks can pass it on to the right. end user. Right. And in the plan, the end user has more disposable income to buy stuff with. Yeah, they do, and that's what my models revealed, even with the increase on sales tax. I, I think what often is overlooked is a lot of what we spend our money on in the typical household is not subject to sales tax. 
uh, rent, mortgage, insurance, uh, as an example, uh, energy, gas, gas, right, fuel, so medication, right, drugs, right. So I built that into the model, and you know, basically took here's your gross income, here's what your net income is after you pay your federal income taxes. And this is what uh, that results in in terms of disposable income. This is how you, you're allocating those funds at essentially your net pay, if you will. This is how that right. divides out, and, and therefore this is what the decrease on food. It made some assumptions about that, the increase on everything else that's subject to sales tax. But then incorporated a savings on your Mississippi income tax is a net savings. For people who work, it's a net savings. I understand the objection from retired folks. As you know, retirement income is exempt in Mississippi. Uh, but they're going to get a decrease on their food and uh, maybe a slight increase on on other commodities that they purchase. But I think in general, it's 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 a minimal amount of money. And let me be clear, because I was speaking with this group of folks this morning. It's not all retirement income that's exempt. It's just PERS retirement income. So those that participate in our public employee retirement system and social security, social security right. That's right. You know, 401Ks are still subject to, to state income tax, as well as rental income, interest income, those sorts of things. Right. Um, so it doesn't. it's not all retirees, yeah. all income for all retirees. Yep. Um, but that's the exact reason uh, for people on a fixed income that we cut the grocery tax in half, because people on a, a fixed income spend more, a, a greater percentage of their funds, their, their disposable money, on groceries. And so... They're going to realize the benefit there, and so that's the exact reason that 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 was an important part of the plan. Yeah, absolutely, uh, and appreciate that clarification as well as as we've done many times on, on the air. But you know, I know the speaker likes to say uh, if, if you had to pay a let's say a hundred dollars more a year as a retired person in, in order to save uh, fifteen hundred is is the number he typically refers to, uh, given the out of the out of the gate exemption. For your grandchildren, would you favor that? And, you know, I think across the board, folks say, yeah, I'd be for that, you know, to help my grandchildren. So, anyhow, I I hope we can get something done. Do you you feel confident we can um, in the next session? Or even in a special session would be great. I I, I do feel confident. And, you know, one of my (laughs) – I don't mind admitting this. One of my personal thoughts is sometimes I'm – I'm too optimistic. Uh, so, yeah, I feel confident. Uh, I believe we can. I mean, I, I, I'm committed to working day and night with our our friends in the Senate and Lieutenant Governor Hoseman to uh, to convince him why this is the best path forward for the state of Mississippi, and it will actually help grow our economy um, and will produce more tax money that we can use on things like infrastructure and education and things of that nature. Um, so I, I believe it strongly, and, and – and, uh, I feel like we're set up. We've got leadership in the governor's office and in the in the House of Representatives, Sounds and good. I believe we have we have the right leadership in the Senate that will that will get on board as soon as we um, have a spend a little more time with them on it. Sounds good, Trey. Good to talk to you as always. We really appreciate you joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Gerard. Have a good day. You got it, man. Representative Trey Lamar. He's been our guest. We'll be right back on the JT Show. Stay with us.
From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bathfitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bathfitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Imagine waking up, finding out you had a stroke while you slept. That's what happened to me. My wife called 911 and helped me get to St. Dominic's for tests. I went straight into surgery and they removed an inch-long clot from my brain. That's what saved my life. I could barely speak that day, but I've made a full recovery. Now I just want to praise the Lord and say thank you, St. Dominic's. St. Dominic's. Skilled hands. Compassionate hearts. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Hi, I'm Mary Whedon. I have a seawall that's falling apart, so I'm using G3 Services to replace it. G3 Services has a long-lasting, good-looking product. Owner Derek Gentry is dependable, and I know this because he's my friend, and he will be yours as well. He also does enclosed patios, concrete walkways, outdoor kitchens, and, well, everything you desire for outdoor living. Call Derek today for an estimate. He is local, and he will call you back. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. State leaders are dealing with the ramifications of the Supreme Court ruling that tossed both the ballot initiative option and medical marijuana. House Speaker Pro Tem Jason White supports going into special session to come up with a medical marijuana program. Efforts to reinstate the ballot initiative wouldn't wrap up until November of next year, though he doesn't think a special session is necessary for that. Well, I think it's an opportunity for us to not only fix the five to four and figure out you know, what, what that proportion, get that language right, but also get right how we do our ballot initiative process. The House has voted to create a commission to investigate the January 6th uprising at the U.S. Capitol. Homeland Security Chair and Mississippi Democratic Congressman Benny Thompson drafted the bill with his Republican counterpart. We need a bipartisan commission with experts who put country ahead of party. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
As a farmer, I I grow U.S. from a farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product, and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke Smelly, and I'm Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. In a world full of noise, the latest news. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. everyone the great toto bumping us into this segment good music right there my friend will good discussion there with representative lamar always enjoy his insight just one thing i wanted to uh, sort of clarify um, and it has to do with retirement income exemption in the state of mississippi and we've talked about it extensively i know Probably some of our audience, they kind of get glazed over when I start going through all those nuances and details. But Mississippi does, in fact, exempt all forms of retirement income from taxes. That's Social Security, uh, private pensions, uh, public pensions such as PERS, 401K, IRAs. I may be leaving some out. Um, but just wanted folks to know. So that the intent of whenever that legislation was enacted was, in fact, to exempt um, all sources of income that are that is deemed as retirement income. Now, it is absolutely true that if you have other sources of income, say you're retired and you have rental property and you receive income from your rental property, as an example, uh, or investment income that uh, from in investments just in say, equities or bonds and so forth, that's subject to income tax. But that which is defined as retirement income, specifically, and a 401k, an IRA, are are considered sources of retirement income. So just wanted to make sure that uh, our audience understands that. And it's, uh, you know, if you're a retired person, it's a good thing in Mississippi. Mm -hmm. And it is a little bit of a unique uh, treatment of of, uh, revenue, of income, 
in taxation in Mississippi is a little unique in that respect. I'm not sure if there are any other states that fully exempt all forms of retirement income. I, I don't think there are, but we shall see. So Malcolm from Tishomingo County, he has some thoughts about a special session. He says, here's my question. Everyone is talking about a special session, which will cost taxpayer money. Why didn't the legislature take care of these problems during the regular session? Somebody's not doing their job, in my opinion. If they're not doing anything, vote them out. That's that's how it works, Malcolm. You know, go to the ballot box and vote for somebody else. And uh, let your representatives know. That is fully within your right as a voter, as an elector. Let them know. Go down to the Capitol. And, uh, you know, it's you're free to enter the Capitol. It's it's a great thing, and you'll see those folks. I, all the, I do it all the time, walking around the halls and interact and engage with them, and let them know, you know, how you feel about matters. My experience has been they're pretty engaging. They're pretty willing to talk to their constituents. Uh, that that's been my experience, and I, I I say that on a general basis, and I have interacted with with many of them. Uh, so I I don't. I don't think it's totally true that everything's just kind of done in a vacuum. They're wide open to talk to their folks, and I think most of them genuinely do want to govern in accordance with the wishes of their their constituents in, the, in their districts. Now, there are some who say sometimes you just got to go against that. If you think it's in the best interest long term and uh, of uh, whom you represent, sometimes you just got to go against that. And and they do, but they should at least explain it, you know, why they do that. And uh, a representative should be called on and uh, at any point to explain their vote, explain their position. I think that is, again, within our right and consistent with representative government. So do that. Um, how about tax on sales of propane gas for home use for country folks, Sue and Greenwood? Are you paying taxes on that? I'm curious about that, Sue. Uh, you certainly don't pay taxes on consumption of gas and electricity to a residence. You do in a commercial business, except farmers. They get a break mm-hmm. in Mississippi. So I would, um, I, I guess the question is, Sue, when you're buying propane gas, are you buying that? And I don't know if there's a distinction in our law. I've never researched it. Are you buying it like to use on your grills to cook steaks, or are you buying it to heat your home? And maybe there's some sort of distinction in our law as far as the exemption on consumption of energy is concerned. I grew sure. up, I knew people that did that, that used propane, like a propane tank that you would go and buy that most people would use on their grill. They would use it for heaters. Okay. Uh, especially in the winter when, in rural parts of the state, when the electricity goes out, and if they didn't already have gas, they would. that was kind of like their backup. So I guess the question is, are they paying sales taxes? Is, is the retailer who's I assume who's that they are. I don't know. Yeah. And so it would be interesting. I might have to do a little research to find out why that would not have the same exemption applied to it as that which is delivered directly to your house by um, a gas energy provider. That's interesting. Uh, Ken from Long Beach also points out military retirement is not taxed in Mississippi. Yeah, that, thanks, Ken. Yeah, that would be consistent with public pension income, mm-hmm. which would include PERS. Uh, Social Security, any other federal pensions, military pensions, and so forth. That's absolutely true. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, this is an interesting thing. You saw, Will, that 
yesterday, I guess, I think it was yesterday, there was a vote in the House of Representatives to form this this uh, January 6th commission, a 9-11-style body, if you will, Yes, that will investigate the... Uh, the proceedings on January the sixth. <laughs> well, it depends on who you ask. You know, they say insurrection. Yeah, some yeah. people say riot. Yep. You know, it's like and some say hey, they some were people just say uprising. Yeah, some say they were just exercising their right to visit the Capitol. Right. Some uh, say incident. Yeah. Know? Well, and, and I think uh, not sure if folks know, but. We, uh, of our four representatives, two voted against the commission, two voted for it. And uh, one of those is our good friend, Representative Michael Guest, represents the 3rd District, and Benny Thompson as well uh, represents, uh, what's that, the 2nd District, I think? And so I don't know. I, uh, I have seen a report early this morning, I just got into it a little bit before I came in, where there were several members of the House who did offer their explanation as to why they voted. I, I did not see any comments from our representatives in there. Here's one that's from Representative David Valadio. Uh, he's a Republican in California. There were 35. He says, like many Americans, I was appalled by what took place on January 6th when a mob broke down windows and doors, assaulted police officers, and threatened our democracy. An independent commission similar to the 911-style review is needed to remove politicization, politicization and shed light on what led to the attack and how members of Congress, intelligence agencies, and law enforcement officials can ensure this never happens again. You know... I I would caution against overreacting on this. I I don't know that this necessarily means well you're anti-Trump if you support this. Or I, I think, however, when you have something like this, and again, I haven't read what Pelosi's calling for, but when you have an event like this, investigation of it, I would argue, is fairly innocuous. It's no different, frankly, than so many of us that felt like. All the voting irregularities needed to be investigated. And how many filings were there for that that all got rejected? Tons of them. I don't remember the number, but it was a lot. And I always felt like, well, and people would say, well, then you're just one of these people that just believes the election was stolen. You know, that doesn't even really matter. What matters is there's enough buzz about a potential problem and enough people that are directly involved in the vote tabulation and the elections process have come forward and, and talked about things, gee, it at least bears investigation. Don't you want to get this right? You know, whether it changes the outcome is irrelevant. It's just you should at least have an interest, no matter who you are, in getting it right. I don't see any harm with an investigation. And so I think we got to look at that in this way. I don't think this is in any attempt to repudiate Donald Trump here. And I know a lot of people associate it with that. I don't, I don't necessarily. Yeah, I agree with that, I think. I mean, it just, it's an investigation. Now, the problem is, is Nancy Pelosi running it and honchoing it, and it gets out of hand. And I do think their objective is to try, and that's the problem here. This is not just... They want to keep this going right, as long right. as they can because it's good for it's good for their base, number one, and it paints... You know, Republicans, conservatives in a bad light, no matter which way you look at it. And that's why they want to – that's why you see MSNBC, when this whole Liz Cheney thing was happening, you got Israel, 
going to war with Hamas. You've got gas shortages. Did they cover that? No. No. I know. They talked about Trump and Cheney. Yeah, and that's that's what's bad is that they're obsessed with that because they believe it sort of promotes their agenda, exactly. if you will, and they know that tr- dividing their opposition party is in their best interest. But we're seeing that happen in the Democrat Party as well. So um, I haven't talked to a representative guest about his his reasoning for voting, but we owe him the uh, opportunity to explain that. We got a break right here. Toto bumping us out again. Good stuff there, Will. We'll be right back. We'll continue the discussion after the break at noon. We've got Jake Ward, president of Connected Commerce Council. Stay with us. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And away go troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like western red cedar and cypress lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The Biden and EPA has asked a federal court for a chance to review and possibly revise parts of the agency's 2020 interim decision to re-register glyphosate or Roundup while leaving the herbicide on the market. EPA's request was filed Tuesday in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit, where it is facing a combined lawsuit for a coalition of farm worker and environmental groups who are asking the court to vacate the registration of glyphosate entirely. If the EPA's request is granted by the court, it will not 
out and remove glyphosate from the market. The request is for a partial voluntary remand without vacature, which means the herbicide will remain legally registered while the agency reviews and perhaps revises parts of its registration decision. Meanwhile, an Iowa farmer is the latest producer to file a class action lawsuit arguing that Syngenta and Chevron USA failed to notify users of the alleged dangers of using paraquat-based pesticides, including the potential risk of acquiring Parkinson's disease. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Supertalk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, visit our website at msboc.us. Welcome to Mike Drop, the show where Mississippi Farm Bureau President Mike McCormick drops some helpful knowledge. Did you know that one out of four jobs in the state depends on agriculture? That's why we started the Mississippi Ag in the Classroom. It's a school program helping grades K-12 through acquire broader knowledge about agriculture and how it impacts them. It's great to see them learn and get excited about where their food and clothes come from. Visit your Farm Bureau friends and neighbors at your county office or sign up online today at msfb.org. You can bet the farm. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. To the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, and in Nancy Wilson of Heart, bumping us into this segment. That was popular when I was a freshman in college. <laughs> it's, it's still very good stuff. It's really good music. Their rendition of Stairway to Heaven, we talked about that before when yeah. uh, Led Zeppelin was inducted into the Kennedy Senator. It's, it's awesome. There was two brothers in that band. And Steve Azar had them on not too long ago, and he told this great story about how they upstaged Rod Stewart one time. Really? This is when Rod Stewart was like Maggie May, and yeah. he was he he was you know at the top of his game, and they were just starting to kind of make a name for themselves. And uh, he arrived late to the concert because he got arrested or gotten stopped for drugs or something like that. So Rod Stewart and his band they get late to the concert, and um, they go on stage, and everybody left. Because really? Hart had upstaged him. You know, it's a great story. Well, there's a little uh, interview with the sisters that accompanies the uh, the video of them performing at the Kennedy Center. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, it was taped before they performed. And they discussed how nervous they were about doing the band and the song justice. I mean, it's, a, it's an anthem, right, in yeah. the rock world. And uh, they discussed that, how nervous they were. But, man, they they killed it. They did so well at it. It's really good if you hadn't seen it, folks. So on the ceasefire text line, 
Mike in Gulfport says, whatever Pelosi wants, it equals President Trump's head. She and Chucky will stuff this thing with extreme leftists and keep this alive till 2024. Just can't understand any Republican voting for the sham of a commission. They're being used and will be flushed as soon as they aren't needed. Well, that knowing how Chuck and uh, Nancy operate, I, I certainly understand the cause for concern there, Mike. And that would be my concern as well, is that this just turns into a Donald Trump witch hunt that serves no purpose and provides zero value. One statement made by one of the Republicans who did vote in favor of it, I thought, was the most practical and and just reasonable, and here it is. It's from Representative John Katko. He's uh, from New York. He uh, he was a co-sponsor along with Benny Thompson. What an interesting hmm. combination that is, huh? And Representative Fred Upton, a Republican from Michigan, was also a co-sponsor. Anyhow, he said, this is about finding the truth and addressing the vulnerabilities of our security apparatus so that we can emerge stronger and better prepared. Okay, if it's limited to that, I'm on board with if that. If you're talking about, you know, how they got in the building and yeah. how they did this, yeah, I could see that. I mean, it's I think that makes sense, but if it evolves into a we're going to what caused re- it? Right, re-prosecute Oh, Donald Trump and how, you know, the election of him and every word he says is a threat to our democracy. No, I'm not on board with that. I don't want to hear that garbage anymore. It's nonsense, and that provides no value to the taxpayers. And they is it kind of weird that the people who kept telling everybody after the election – uh, especially those who felt like that there was voting irregularities that needed to be investigated. They kept saying, you got to get over it. You lost. Donald Trump's gone. Why do they keep bringing him up then? That I, it's g- Number one, it's good for ratings. <laughs> that is the number one reason why MSNBC and CNN won't leave him alone. Okay, well then, I don't know that this has anything to do with ratings. Nancy Pelosi, of course... Making them wear masks. We talk about. We talked about that earlier in the house. The people who lectured us, who admonished us, who just hammered us with this incessant follow the science, are defying the science. I don't get it. I got to tell you, just in my personal observation, it sure seems like a lot of people are still not following the science. Like I saw. Six youngsters, I mean high school age kids, sitting around a table outside at a little coffee shop, distance, and got masks up their eye, to their eyeballs. Yeah. I had family in from out of town. They're, they're from Ohio. It was kind of interesting to get their perspective because Ohio is, although it's a red state, it's pink sometimes. Yeah, um, that's you know, right. Yep. Uh, or a little purple, I guess, maybe. Uh, but... Anyway, they had the same kind of reaction as, and they're all doctors, follow the science, but you're not following the science. It almost discourages people from getting the vaccine. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. The ad I told you about with everybody running around with masks outside, like on jungle gyms. Go get the get vaccine, your vaccine. But, but, but nothing's going to change? <laughs> it's terrible. 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 Brian and Madison says, I'm proud of Michael Guest and his vote in the investigation matter. There you go. Have you heard Dolly Parton's version of Stairway? Don't. (laughs) 
Delta Danny sent that in. Okay, I'll pass. We got a break right here. Hart bumping us out of Hour 2 of the JT Show. When we come back, we've got Jake Ward, the president of Connected Commerce Council. We'll talk about the need for training to close the digital skills gap. Stay with us for that interview. It's going to be a good one. for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. Fox News. I'm Lillian Wu. On an 11th day of violence between Israel and Palestinian Hamas militants. Reports from the region suggest a ceasefire could be near. Officials close to the negotiations say they expect a truce to be announced in a matter of hours. President Biden yesterday urged Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to seek a de-escalation. Fox's Simon Owen. And there's been more unrest in North Carolina over the shooting death of Andrew Brown Jr. by deputies who were found to be justified. Law enforcement in Elizabeth City, North Carolina, made multiple warnings to demonstrators Wednesday night. They were unlawfully assembling, blocking traffic and pedestrian walks. Deputies even arrested two newspaper reporters in clothing marked with the word press because they kept standing on roadways. Fox's Evan Brown. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models. tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland. This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Our state is among 21 states that will opt out of the expanded federal unemployment benefit program in early June. On the House floor yesterday, Congressman Michael Guest encouraged others to do the same. We need to follow the example of Mississippi and other states and bring this program to a close as more Americans find it possible to return to normal life. Employers across the country are still struggling to fill open positions, and they blame that program. The Spire has partnered with the FCC to help customers affected by the pandemic through its Federal Emergency Broadband Benefit Program. Bill Hatcliffe with C Spire explains. Those folks that qualify can get up to $50 off of their wireless or internet access service through this program. For eligibility details, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Welcome to Mike Drop, the show where Mississippi Farm Bureau President Mike McCormick drops some helpful knowledge. Did you know that one out of four jobs in the state depends on agriculture? That's why we started the Mississippi Ag in the Classroom. It's a school program helping grades K-12 acquire broader knowledge about agriculture and how it impacts them. It's great to see them learn and get excited about where their food and clothes come from. Visit your Farm Bureau friends and neighbors at your county office or sign up online today at msfb.org. You can bet the farm on it. This is for those who always show they care. Who told their kids everyone 12 and older is eligible for a COVID vaccine. Those who explain to their cousins that vaccines prevent nearly 100% of hospitalizations and deaths from COVID-19. This is for the ones protecting those they love. Thank you. We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. The legislature tried and failed to fix the language in the initiative process several times, and now the Supreme Court has tossed out that process and medical marijuana. Ole Miss law professor Christopher Green addressed voter frustration with what happened. They could say, well, just as a matter of a statute, we're going to ratify what the people did in November. So if, you, if you're upset with the thing disappearing, you, you should chiefly be upset with the legislature rather than the Supreme Court. Still no decision from the governor on a possible special session. Tonight, both Mississippi State and Ole Miss begin their final series of the regular season on the road. The Bulldogs enter the final weekend of the season, eighth in the RPI, seemingly in prime position to earn a national seed and host both a regional and super regional should they pick up a series victory over Alabama. Game one of the three-game set begins tonight at 6. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. AARP is working to protect Americans 50-plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. Folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Let's do this. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, rolling right into the afternoon. You got Gerard and Will in the studio. 
And joining us now on the line, Jake Ward, the president of the Connected Commerce Council. Afternoon, Jake. Afternoon. How are you? I'm doing great. So I wanted to have you come on today and talk about something that's certainly near and dear to my heart. <laughs> that's closing the digital skills gap. You know, being in the technology business my entire uh, career, my entire life, working life, uh, it was always a matter of uh, too many jobs uh, chasing too few people qualified to do those jobs. And it was a constant fight, constant struggle. I think that issue seems to continue to exacerbate and uh, intensify, and especially... The pandemic, to a great extent, I think, has amped that up. And then these, this huge security breach of the Colonial Pipeline, I think, has called everybody's attention and caught people off guard that uh, have determined they need to invest more in uh, protecting their critical IT infrastructure. And as I've said on the air, that's a lot more than just hard technology, hardware and software. That involves people and highly skilled people as well. So this is a a constant cat-and-mouse game, as we say. What's going on there? I think that there's uh, some universal truths about technology and technology adoption for businesses of all sizes and types, as you know very well. There's a generational divide. There's an industry divide. And now there's sort of a circumstantial divide. What we uh, at the Connection Commerce Council strive to do is to help small businesses particularly find the right digital tools, technologies, platforms, and resources they need to start a business, run a business, grow their business. In some instances, protect the data their business uses to, to be successful. Yeah. But during the pandemic, we saw the divide between those businesses that had already invested time and resources into being online, having access to a marketplace, managing their their platform data and those that were thinking about it or yeah. weren't quite sure or were waiting till next year before they, they take a couple courses to figure out how to use QuickBooks <laughs> more effectively. That divide widened, and many of the digitally uncertain, unfortunately, didn't make it. Yeah, that's a good point that it's one of those things that a lot of small businesses say, well, it's not broken now. I can just kind of keep delaying that investment. And it's not so much the money that's involved there as it is just the disruption to a business, as you know, to take on and implement new applications, new technology, and and the change that comes along with that that uh, many people find objectionable. And, you know, I, I used to tell folks, well, the one guarantee I can make to you is that you're going to hate this at first, and then you're going to come around in a few months at some point and say, I don't know how we live without this. That's usually the cycle that I always saw, but you're not going to like it. You're not going to like me at first. I'm just clarifying that for you and establishing that. But kind of got caught off guard here because it, it became digital communications, digital platform, digital tools became – uh, really existential to many of these businesses. Absolutely. I mean, it became the foundation for maintaining any sort of business operations amid yeah. the pandemic and, and the national lockdown. Uh, we, we, too, say that the, the biggest obstacle for innovation is success. The apathy that comes along with, if it isn't broken, don't fix it, leads to a complacency that is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, and needs to be overcome. Uh, one of our strong recommendations 
on the road to recovery is that public and private entities work together to lower the barrier to entry because it isn't money. It's time. That's right. It's disruption. It's the belief that I, well, that's somebody else's problem. I'll let them figure it out. And there's a generational divide, no question. But there's also this uh, stagnation that happens around relatively successful small businesses that didn't need technology 10 years ago or even five years ago that would supercharge their business model and find efficiencies if they adopted it today. Yeah, totally agree with your statement there. It's not it's not really the financial uh, burden. It's it's the time burden. Uh, And again, the disruption, because most of these folks, they're they're running around uh, constantly dealing with business matters. And you're talking about introducing a whole new task into their world to take on uh, some of the implementation here. So it's important that they find good partners to work with as well, uh, as you well know. What uh, what about some of these antitrust lawsuits that uh, seem to be brewing up? How might, as a small business owner, I need to be concerned about that? You know, speaking of, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. The disruption... Actually, the number one killer, as you know, of small businesses is uncertainty. That's why the pandemic was so problematic. No question running out of money will put you out of business in a hurry, but not knowing where the next check is coming from or where you can find your customers is just as bad. Absolutely. Uncertainty is is lethal to small businesses. To startups, small businesses, doesn't matter how long they've been around. Disrupting the model that is working now, that until 15 months ago had built the most successful, most thriving, fastest growing small business community in U.S. history, disrupting that model now because you're mad at a search engine or because you don't like the political uh, insinuation that comes around with Facebook is insane. And that both parties are having this conversation from different ends of the spectrum and not meeting in the middle is a bit of a godsend for small businesses who just want to get back to work and, and avoid that disruption. But frankly, it's scary, right? We shouldn't be living in a, in a time like this where when, when small businesses need it most, when communities are looking for stability, we take this opportunity to go after America's most successful industry. That, that doesn't make any sense. We're a global leader in techno- technology and the innovation sector, and now we're penalizing those companies that have been most successful by hauling them before uh, state AGs and Department of Justice. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of a scary prospect. I mean, it used to be that IT was uh, for a small business was sort of confi- confined to a couple of accounting applications, and that was about it. But that's not true anymore. Uh, um, automating the administrative and the operational back office aspects of a business, that's that's been around a long time. And a lot of folks have that. As you said, many of them are using old versions and really hadn't mastered that and fully implemented and leveraged those tools. But more importantly, there's just a large universe of tools that, that um, are – valuable to a range of businesses. It doesn't matter what you do. I mean, as a consumer, I can see it, the way they interact with me now. It's incredible. And they rely on these platforms to get that done. We we refer to that as the small stack. You know, a traditional IT stack has has various uh, components. A small business stack only, only has what it needs. You need an email provider, whether that's Gmail or you use Microsoft, doesn't matter. There are other options, which is the whole point. Why this antitrust is crazy. There's advertising, networking. Do you want to do syndicated? Do you want to do federated? What does that look like? Who's your CRM? Is it Salesforce, Constant Contact? Do you have Fusionsoft, something more bespoke? 
and you build in the options you need and you leave leave everything else that you don't. Yeah. And the ability to take those those tools off the shelf, as it were, at incredibly low cost, that you can be sure that the data, as we were discussing more, is secure because Google has invested billions of dollars in locking down its data so that I don't have to, and we work hand in hand. And the ability to scale that over time, the more successful I get, I pay a little bit more money, but that's okay. My bottom line is, is growing. Yeah. And the... Um, flexibility to take down one option and put up another is the point. And that's why we have seen this incredibly uh, um, 10-year, 8-year period of, of thriving small businesses sort of on the back end of the 08 crash. We saw this investment. We saw people who lost their jobs betting on themselves, investing in their own tools, starting new businesses, and that growth showed up in the economy. Yeah. Well, I think that the other good thing about this is a small business has at uh, their fingertips, even a startup is what I should say, so many of these tools ready to go off the shelf to address all of those aspects of operating a business, many of those uh, highly verticalized for the specific industry you're, you, you're in. And it, in the old days, vertical tools like that cost a, a lot of money and were, were um, really kludgy and difficult to implement and operate. Now we're talking about off-the-shelf stuff that anybody has access to. It's just amazing and making it easier to get in business, essentially. And we got to protect that, uh, don't you think? I do. I do. I think it's sacrosanct. I think it's yeah. the, the cornerstone of capitalism. I totally agree. Jake, thanks so much for joining us today. It's been a good discussion. Appreciate it. It was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. You got it. Jake Ward, president of the Connected Commerce Council. Really good insight. Small businesses, man. This is this is why I just argue with this nonsense about that comes from the left about how the deck is stacked and they just can't it's just horse hockey. More opportunity than ever. No question. Unless Joe Biden screws it up. We'll be right back. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Pool tables, ping pong, poker, classic arcades, football, sports decor, even kitchen and bar stools. You'll find it all at Game Room Gallery. Game Room Gallery has plenty to choose from during this time you're at home to help make many more memories with your family. With specials on classic arcades and pool sticks, too. Let Game Room Gallery bring excitement to any room in your home. Game Room Gallery, Ridgewood Road, just north of County Line. For more, call 601-853-7777. That's 601-853-7777. Online at gameroom-gallery.com. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop, and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Here with a special invitation to join us weekly morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone the JT show that would be Brad Delp and Tom Schultz of Boston awesome song there appreciate that will on the ceasefire text line and from the 662 the only reason they are forming that committee is to keep Trump from ever running for any political office the, the committee can't do that though that would be um, he would have to be convicted, I believe, of uh, yeah. in, in an impeachment trial, So, which didn't happen. So he's certainly clear to run for another office. Now, if the investigation, the commission, led to another impeachment, <laughs> which would be I'm not even sure that's possible. Can you be – yeah, you can. You can be impeached multiple times, and then if that goes over to the Senate, and it's not going to – so it's just not going to happen. So I don't – I don't doubt that the goal of Pelosi and the Democrats is to keep Trump 
on the front burner. There's no doubt Absolutely. in my mind about that. I, I just think that's clear. They're obsessed with the man. They can't get him out of his, their heads. He does jumping jacks up in there. What A lot of space, probably, in Pelosi's head to do jumping jacks. But, again, if, if this thing is just completely constrained, confined, limited to an investigation of, of as that one rep from New York said, I believe, any sort of security vulnerabilities, uh, sure, that makes sense. But if it gets partisan, and that is a risk that we should be concerned about. If it gets partisan and it just evolves into another Donald Trump witch hunt, no, that's not, we're done with that. Totally done with that. I think it hurt them, honestly, if they allowed that to happen. But, but the other thing that bothers me is you hear our military, you hear cabinet secretaries, you hear members of Congress state rather regularly that domestic terrorism from Trump supporters, whom I think they also define as and categorize as all white supremacists, that's the number one threat to the democracy. You hear that constantly. Mm-hmm. And I think this some of this is intended, this commission is intended to sort of continue that narrative. I think they believe that is in their political best interest. Now, I disagree. I don't think that is in their political best interest, but they seem to think it is, and we shall see what happens to that. You know, we were talking yesterday about the state of California is considering, if not totally dropping mathematics in their public schools, significantly altering it such that a student is not downgraded or there's no um, points taken off or arriving at the wrong answer and all sorts of crazy nonsense, all in the interest of racism. They, they believe that math is uh, is racist, which is just insane on the surface. Uh, now, I haven't heard this one. You're going to have to explain. Oh, come this on, one where you be, where you been? Come on, man, where you been? Math is racist. Oh, you haven't heard that? Yes, yeah, seeking seeking a, an objective answer with precision. Yeah, Rhino and I kid about it all the time. It's uh, that's considered racist. That's considered white supremacist, and. And so, literally, there is discussion uh, in, in the California De- Department of Education, I don't know the exact name of the agency, but to drop or significantly alter math. And they've got a whole document that is to be used by teachers to train them on how to teach non-racial math. <laughs> and I'm not even kidding about is that. that. A- Not kidding. No, it's a true story. Well, you already know now. I'm not sure if our listeners did. I don't think I've said it. Is that um, the the California university system, state of California, is dropping the ACT and the SAT. Completely. Completely dropping it. It will not be considered for admission. Dropping it. Say it's racist. Well, okay. So... The risk that we discuss so many times here on the program is that we continue to dilute and eliminate standards, if not if not eliminate, 
dilute to the point where there virtually are none, and one cannot discern between a person who has achieved certain standards, whether it's for admission to school, um, to uh, shoot pass courses, be hired, in the case of United Airlines, be an airline pilot. You can just go down the list. This this crap is permeating this country. Good news is lots of folks are waking up and fighting back on this, this junk. But the math deal, look, this wasn't some uh, obscure report. This is the Wall Street Journal, right? So this is the Wall Street Journal who does this report. I'm looking at it now. Okay, there you go, where you see the... Do you see the uh, the little um, cartoon? <laughs> t- t- read it. Two plus two. You see that? Two I, I don't see that part. Okay. But I, I see the the name of the thing is called a pathway to equitable math instruction, dismantling racism in mathematics instruction. There you go. It kills me, Gerard, that these are the same people who will say follow the science. Correct. Who have it on their t shirts and their hats? Follow the science about this. COVID stuff, but at the same time, out of the other side of their mouth, they're saying, math is racist, we shouldn't teach it. Correct. So, to me, that's racist. And look, I saw a clear, clear-thinking clear black people know it is, too, and are insulted by it. It is incredibly insulting. The um, I saw an interview early this morning. Her name escapes me. Carol is her first name. Um, was a professor at Vanderbilt, I think. Uh, a very articulate black lady who uh, speaks out regularly against all this racist stuff and critical race theory. I'm not sure if you can find her name. She's she's really good to listen to, though. But she was talking about it this morning. Said it's insulting, and it it is. In effect, so what's happening is we're fighting, again, as I said at the top of the show, we're fighting racism with racism, with discrimination. That's what this says. Hey, you can't meet the standards? Okay, we'll just change the standards. In math, in something that's supposed to be objective and finite and not subjective. Math is the least subjective subject, right? That's right. It's the one that, you know, it has rules. I you mean, would, there are some theories out there, but most of it's, you know, 2 plus 2 equals 4. Right. What if we get to a point where we say, you know, landing that airplane safely, ah, you don't have to do that anymore because that might require um, a per- what well, maybe because it discriminates against um, minorities who are uh, working to become a pilot, and it and I don't know, there's just a disparate outcome. We end up with more white male pilots. Therefore, it'd be okay. We're just going to allow anybody to fly that airplane, and it's you, okay you if they crash landed it. two planes, whereas this guy crash landed zero planes. That's right. So we're going to let you get a pass on that's, this. That's what's happening in this country right now, across this country. And, and this is it. In that document, that pathway to equitable math instruction, the it claims teachers addressing students' mistakes forthrightly. <laughs> All these $50 words is a form of white supremacy. It sets forth indicators of white supremacy culture in the mathematics classroom, including a focus on, quote, getting the right answer, unquote, teaching math in a, quote, linear fashion, unquote, 
requiring students to, quote, show their work and grading them on demonstrated knowledge of the subject matter. The concept of mathematics being purely objective is unequivocally false, the manual explains, upholding the idea that they're always right and wrong answers perpetuates objectivity, and that is racist. I think that's the key part of it right there. The idea that there are always right and wrong answers. Yep. And, and, and so what this new framework suggests is that you can't do that anymore in the classroom. Now, here's what I was going to go with this. I, I read an article that suggested that in Oakland, California, school district there, which is is primor- the students primarily in the public schools uh, are black. Twenty seven percent proficiency in math today, today. Not this is before this junk gets implemented. Shouldn't you be worried about that instead of this thousand page document? I'm, I'm exaggerating, but the, I can't believe they can put these giant documents together about how to be anti racist in teaching math. That's what it says. Yeah, the cartoon says in the Wall Street Journal, it's got a cartoon of a teacher with the students in their chair saying, two plus two may or may not equal four. (laughs) More Boston bumming is out here. We got a little bit more to talk about here on the JT Show. Hang in there with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 83. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 65. Your finally Friday, a beautiful day, mostly sunny, high near 85. And for your Saturday, mostly sunny conditions, high all the way up to 89. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Imagine waking up finding out you had a stroke while you slept. That's what happened to me. My wife called 911 and helped me get to St. Dominic's for tests. I went straight into surgery and they removed an inch-long clot from my brain. That's what saved my life. I could barely speak that day, but I've made a full recovery. Now I just want to praise the Lord and say thank you, St. Dominic's. St. Dominic's. Skilled hands. Compassionate hearts. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey, online at DanksMillerCorey.com. 
Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Our state is among 21 states that will opt out of the expanded federal unemployment benefit program in early June. On the House floor yesterday, Congressman Michael Guest encouraged others to do the same. We need to follow the example of Mississippi and other states and bring this program to a close as more Americans find it possible to return to normal life. Employers across the country are still struggling to fill open positions, and they blame that program. Seaspire has partnered with the FCC to help customers affected by the pandemic through its Federal Emergency Broadband Benefit Program. Bill Hatcliffe with Seaspire explains. Those folks that qualify can get up to $50 off of their wireless or internet access service through this program. For eligibility details, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. From hunting and fishing to just about anything outdoors here in the Magnolia State, you'll find out what new adventure is waiting for you Mondays at noon with Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. Presented by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife Fisheries and Parks, you'll explore the wonders of your state's natural resources and experience the thrill of outdoor adventure. That's Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show, Mondays at noon, here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm back. I told you I was coming back. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. 
Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. The Doobie Brothers listening to the music. I'm bumping us into this segment. Thanks for that, Will. Yeah. One of our listeners texted in. It was Carol McSwain is her name, and I appreciate that. I couldn't remember her last name, and it was Carol. I'd love to watch her 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 thoughts on this uh, racial indoctrination stuff and critical race theory are absolutely spot on line with mine. I just I love to watch her talk because she's a such a clear thinking, articulate person that makes sense. Was a law professor, right, at Vanderbilt. But Will looked up her bio. What an interesting... Incredible story. <laughs> she was uh, basically raised by her mother in a trailer park. Um, she was married and pregnant by the age of 16, had a daughter die of uh, sudden infant death syndrome, and got a divorce shortly thereafter, became a cashier at McDonald's, then became a door-to-door salesperson, and then uh, worked as an assistant at a retirement home, and then went to a community college. Wow. And then went to another college, and then eventually got her master's degree from Virginia Tech. And next thing you know, she's a law professor at Vanderbilt. What an incredible story. That's unbelievable. Yeah, a very accomplished person. And never heard her complain or say anything about uh, the notion that structural racism got in the way of her achieving so much in her life and she had obviously s- several personal setbacks uh, through her life but she overcame them all and it, gosh isn't that what this country's all about yeah uh, isn't that what makes it great so none of that occurred with any particular outsized assistance from government and none of that because uh, the organizations with whom she was associated professionally were forced See, that's the thing. This idea of diversity and inclusion, I don't oppose that. I oppose oppose forcing it. Because force diversity and inclusion, that's not diversity and inclusion. It's no different than the goofy mayor of Chicago declaring that she will only accept interviews from people of color. Well, that's, that's her effort to force inclusion and diversity. That doesn't achieve anything. What are you accomplishing by doing that? That's, but yeah, it's it's California, changing math, and dropping the SAT. So this is something else that I thought about in my social media feeds. It's graduation time, and one of the cool things about social media, which was frankly the the original premise of social media, was to have social interaction. It's the time of year when. Proud parents will post information, usually with photos, about their children who have achieved certain um, accomplishments in the classroom, educational achievement, <clears throat> and it's it's always heartwarming. I always do when I see children that have won all these various academic awards and so forth, graduating from high school. It doesn't matter, kindergarten, K through twelve. Uh, college, it, it's just over. I lots of friends, and they post that. It's great. It's great. They're proud. They should be. And then I'm thinking, well, wait a second. The left tells us we shouldn't do that. We've got to abandon achievement. You can't give somebody an award because they had a GPA above everybody else. Why? That's racist. That's what. That's what they're trying to tear down. And that's what has always set America apart from all the other countries was the fact that 
those people that strived, who worked harder, those are the ones that got a hit. Those are the ones who had a better life. And it's that striving part that I always thought separated America from the rest. Absolutely. That's what that's the reason why like the UK where it you know, you have more of a class system where people are up on a pedestal and other people aren't. Okay. And you'll never get to that other pedestal unless something extraordinary happens. Whereas in America it was always a little bit um it was more encouraged to work hard. But these things I think take that don't you agree, don't that these take that hard work ethic away from Americans? It's it, it's it's even beyond that. Think a little deeper than that. I agree right. with you with respect to the hard work ethic, but something that I've made very clear that uh, I, I you know, and some people may disagree with me on this, but I'm just going to say because it it's my it's my view. the The world does not reward you in a free market society for hard work. It rewards you for value. All right. Now, how do you produce value? Most of the time, it's through hard work. Mm-hmm. Some people, I can't explain it. We'd have to ask God. Maybe we'll find out when we get to heaven. God help us. Maybe we'll find out. Why do some people? Why are they blessed with certain talents? Others aren't. I don't know. But what these idiots in government are trying to do is somehow bring all that down to the same common denominator such as getting rid of the ACT and the SAT, such as changing math. Well, if this person over here, this student over here, it seems to be able to get the right answers, explain their work, and do all the things that you would expect as a reasonable standard for mathematics instruction, but this person over here, here can't, well, you're just going to have to have the same grade. Because this one happens to be of a certain race and gender and ethnicity, and this one happens to be of one that we've determined to be marginalized. Therefore, we're going to change the standards to equalize all that. That's where I have a problem. So what when, when people are blessed with certain talents from God, and we, we all are, everybody has them. You have, uh, we all have weaknesses, we all have strengths, right? But what God expects, I believe, is is for you in your time on this earth to leverage those those talents that he blessed you with to serve society. Now, there's lots of ways to serve society. So that doesn't mean that take take the I guess I hate to even say it, but the the look at the bottom of the org chart in a business and what they're doing. They're serving society. It's no different. How about this example? You got these gazillionaire NBA players that are playing the game. That's who people go to see. But think about the army of people that make that possible that aren't gazillionaires. They are serving society, and they're getting compensated for it. In this country, that's possible. And you know what? They all have the ability and the dream to progress and to move up in society. And the more government interferes, in that dynamic, the less opportunity there is. It's just simple as that. The more they are impeded. So what's their idea? We're just going to shower them all with money, just throw money out there. That's the Democrat plan right now. But this whole idea of equity, that is racist. That's bigotry. It's hatred. And that's what Carol McSwain says. She freely admits it. This equity stuff is nonsense. It's hard to even get a clear consensus definition. What do you mean by equity example? 
uh, as an example. And they can't do it. You know what their example is? Have you seen it? Mm-mm. It's the baseball field. Oh, I've seen that with the standing on the. It's kind of a cartoon. Yeah, it's sort three of people, and they're all trying to watch a baseball game over a fence. And there's one image, and it has the three people there, and they all have the same level that they're standing on. They all have this little stool that they're standing on, and all of them are the same. And this one person who's a lot shorter than the others can't see the game. Yeah. And then the next cartoon, it's the same three people, but this time they can all see the game because the stool for the short guy is raised up above the others. Uh, yep. This And again, you know, we've said this before, and I will continue to say it on the show. This is completely antithetical and counter to Dr. Martin Luther King's precepts, where he said we should judge people based on the content of their character and not the color of their skin. That's exactly what we're doing, is the latter. Exactly. It's what Lori Lightfoot's doing. It's exactly what she's doing. That's racist. It just is, I'm just going to tell it. Lori Lightfoot is a card-carrying racist. And she ain't alone in this country. And they're they're killing they're killing what makes this country great. It's not that I support racism. Of course I don't. It's abhorrent. It's just that we are spending so much time, so many cycles, so much money, so much human energy focused on this garbage, like changing math. How many people did they have to get together, and how much did they pay to write that dumb report yeah. on changing math? It's worked pretty damn good, hasn't it? Can't what, we just keep doing it? What if they focused on instead, you know, raising math scores or exactly the core problem? Why are we at twenty-seven percent proficiency? Well, what they'll say is, well, let's just lower the standards, and we'll get everybody up at seventy-five, and then we'll go have a party, victory. Except you can't build a bridge. You can't do a simple math problem. You can't take care of your checkbook and your finances. You're hurting people. You're harming people in the name of helping others. Anytime you hurt a certain class to help another, you're not achieving anything. You're destroying. The great Marvin Gaye bumps us out of this segment. He's so good. (laughs) So smooth. What's that, the Spandau Ballet song? There's a lyric, listening to Marvin all night long. (laughs) It's awesome. We'll be right back to JT Show. Stay with us. More talk is up. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size, and installed. Picture frame glass, table, and desktops, insulation. 
insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. This is Destin Smith with Total Transportation. Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Are you tired of not knowing where you'll be next? Come join the family at Total Transportation and let us show you how trucking is really done. With our unlimited freight and no pay cap, you're always set up for success. We are a family. Our door is always open. Call your Total Transportation recruiter today at 1-888-963-9774 or visit drivefortotal.com and let us show you the way where our dreams are to help you achieve yours. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com business. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. The switches are thrown. The signals are given. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Fly me to the moon. 
Let me play among the stars Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars In other words... Well, we ain't going to be flying to the moon if we get rid of math, I can tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Fly fly me into the ocean. (laughs) The chairman of the board would be sorely disappointed in that deal. (laughs) That ain't going to happen. Well, that's that's a sexist name now. What's that? You call him chairman. Oh, God. Chairperson. Oh, man. Chairperson of the board. Oh, don't cancel me. It's nuts. It's crazy. We talked we talk about that earlier this week, that uh, uh, it's Penn State, you know, they've eliminated freshmen, sophomore, senior, junior. Yeah, I heard. No more underclassmen, upperclassmen. It's unbelievable. So I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was Amanda that wrote in about going to, I guess it's a mathematics competition, and the, the kids from California always won. And I wonder if they came from private schools. So here's what I think is going to happen. You start changing all this crap around like this, all this indoctrination junk. We had Senator Hill on the program talking about it weaseling its way into Mississippi as well. That's why I bring it up from these other states, because that's inevitably what happens. But she talked about it, and here's what happens. People start figuring out a way to get their kids out of public school. So what do they do? Go to the more expensive private schools where they get a better education. Who does that leave behind? The very people they're trying to help. Mm-hmm. Makes it worse. Morons. They just simply do not consider human nature and their policy and lawmaking. And I can tell you, when you run a company, you better think about it in every damn decision. Human nature. Things change a lot through time. Human nature ain't one of them. The the objects, the subjects, the issues may be different, but that's just that doesn't change. This doesn't change. And you better factor it into every decision. And they don't. Because they think we're all a bunch of mindless drones. Here, take it. Shut up. Go do it. I said so. Doesn't work. All right, I asked Will to play a little clip here. You guys know who Senator Grassley is. He's like, what, 85, 86? He's old guy. Been in the Senate a long time. Yeah. You know who Mr. Drucker is from Green Acres? You ever noticed how they sound the same? Same accent, same diction. Here we go. Who's this first? This is Grassley. Okay. I've been in this room for 33 years of the 35 years I've been in the United States Senate. The picture behind my wall is a constant reminder of my alma mater, the University of Northern Iowa. Here's a reminder of my background as a farmer with one of the tractors I farmed with. I'd like to show you a replicate of the church that I got married in in 1954, 61 years ago. All the furniture all right, in this office. There, you go. there, there you, go. you go. Great accent. Get the idea. You got Mr. Drucker? Here's a letter for you. Found <laughs> it when I drained the pickle barrel. <laughs> and here's one for you, Eb. Golly! It's uncanny! Oh, this is for Arnold Zippel. I've been using it to prop up the short leg on my table. <laughs> FBI and Novelty Company. What's this? <laughs> 
Oh, that's that fingerprint kit you sent for three years ago. <laughs> I'm telling you, they sound alike. They do sound a lot alike. <laughs> And it's even better because Grassley's in there talking about this tractor. <laughs> on I the think farm. they could they could they, they could both have a conversation well, and get I'll, along with each other, and you wouldn't know which one is which <laughs> if you didn't see them. I wonder if Drucker was from Iowa. Uh, Where was Greenacre set? Well, I, they, I don't know that Hooterville, of course. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly I remember it where from it Nick. And, I'm a. I'm a little bit younger than you. I'm 38. I remember it from Nick and Knight. Appreciate that, Will. <laughs> I said a little bit. <laughs> uh, where? What, what state was that city? In? I don't know that they ever said. I think that was part of it. Uh, uh, by the way, he is. Uh, I'm looking at it. Frank Katie, of course, was his name, and he was born in California. How about that? That's not a California accent. Dude. That's Drucker not, was born in California? That's what it says. Frank Katie. Uh, now, now, I'm talking about the real Frank Katie. Yeah. I don't know. He said he studied journalism and drama at Stanford. How about so, that? Oh, so the guy who plays Mr. Drucker went to Stanford. Yes. The senator, who's been there forever, went to Nor- University of Northern, Northern Iowa. Iowa. That's right. <laughs> the reason I brought that up before we go here is there's a bill that is co-sponsored by Bernie Sanders, Chuck Grassley, Ron Wyden, a de- Democrat from Oregon, and Mike Lee, to audit the Pentagon and their spending. I just thought that was a curious combination of people there with Bernie wow. in there. Lots of texts. Sorry I didn't get to all of them today, uh, folks. I really appreciate you tuning in and hope you enjoyed the show. Will and I will be back here in the studio again uh, tomorrow. Stay safe. God bless, everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.